Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. One of the best times for figuring out who you are and what you really want out of life, right after a breakup. Mandy Hale. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk. For today's topic, we're going to dive right into all there is to say about breakups, heartbreak, and starting over with your entire life. (laughs) First things first, I am sipping out of my cactus mug, which is so relevant right now because I just got home from adopting another plant baby. I'm so excited about it. I just posted to InstaStory whether I should name her Phyllis or Luna. I feel like she looks kind of like a Luna, but I wanted to name her Phyllis because there was this little old lady that used to go to the old age home I worked at when I was in high school and her name was Phyllis and I don't know why, but her name also popped into my mind. So by now she will already be named. So definitely go check out my social media if you guys want to see her. But yeah, I feel like, you know, it's a good day to be talking about these things because we're bringing fresh life into the world or at least into my apartment and we're drinking fresh coffee out of a cactus mug. Even if you aren't going through a breakup, you may actually really like this podcast solely for the whole starting over concept. I feel like any type of rejection is kind of just like a new chance to start over in life. So whether you're listening to this and you have gone through a breakup recently or you're listening to this and you haven't, but just kind of want a little pump in your step for starting over or just kind of refocusing your life again, then I definitely continue listening because you might still get something out of this. I think we as individuals should look at any rejection or ending in our life as a chance to kind of rearrange and redirect our lives aiming higher than we were before these rejections or these separations or these breakups have happened. And for that, reason, here is everything I have to say about the ending of relationships or eras in our life and making the absolute most out of them. Or, you know, taking those lemons, ditching them, and grabbing a latte. So if you're going through a breakup or anything in your life is coming to an end right now, I guess I want to start by, you know, initiating this with uh, an apology, I guess, like an I'm sorry. I don't know. I just feel like there's nothing worse than the feeling of things going in a totally different direction than we had hoped or anticipated or kind of planned for. So first things first, I feel like I just want to, you know, send send some love and some good energy out there to you if you're listening to this and you're going through one of those phases of your life right now. I'm I'm going through one of those phases of my life right now too. So, you know, we in it together. <laughs> but it's true. It's hard not to, you know, feel a little crummy when things are just taking a whole other direction than we had really wished for and really kind of hoped for in life. And I think it's important to let ourselves feel a little bummed out, you know, to give ourselves the time to wallow and just cry and listen to sad music and eat tubs of ice cream and just be sad. And that sounds miserable. But honestly, I think that getting that icky sadness out of our system is so huge and so necessary in terms of being part of the healing process and with moving on with our lives. I think that when we suppress everything and we kind of just act like things aren't bothering us or we kind of brush it off like nothing's really wrong, it's only prolonging that, you know, 
necessary wave of emotion. So let yourself feel sad. Let yourself kind of just be in a crummy mood and let yourself just wallow in it, you know, let just fester in it. Just sit there and let those sad emotions kind of take over you because it just, it kind of needs to happen regardless of what's going on in your life that's ending or changing. I used to be somebody that whenever my heart was broken, whether it be from a boy or a family situation or even just a simple rejection from a path that I was trying to walk down, I would completely block out and shut down any form of emotion I felt towards it and act as if it didn't affect me at all. And this would only lead to a buildup of emotion that when it finally did overflow, and it always does, <laughs> it was so long overdue that it took me even longer to get out of it than it would have had I just let myself feel it from the get-go. And this is how I've been for a very long time. I remember even in high school, I would suppress those like heavy, sappy teenage emotions I felt towards the boy I liked in high school for so long and pretend that I just like didn't care and that I was so cool that I'd end up having to take like three to four days off of school because I would just be hit with so much emotion in one go. And it would be an accumulative thing. It wouldn't just be because of him, but it would just be like, you know, not dealing with things, suppressing things, suppressing things, and then just having this huge volcanic explosion of emotion that would just completely take me down. Like I would just not be able to get out of bed. I would not be able to function, shower, eat, do normal human things. And so that's why I've kind of noticed or appreciated in the last few years of my life when things happen, just accept that they happen and accept that you feel the way you feel about it and let yourself feel it so you can get it out of your system. It's so important. In suppressing emotion, it's always there that, you know, bad habits find a way to just trickle their way into my life because anytime you suppress dealing with any emotion, they find a back door into your mind and they sabotage your life until you pay attention to them and deal with them. So whether it would be, you know, the bad habits of not taking care of myself anymore or, you know, getting wrapped up in the wrong perspectives or priorities in life, not really putting my all into work or school anymore back in the day, it would just, it would start to make me feel really like lazy and just sad, lethargic. And all of these bad habits would just find their way to weasel into my life because I was not dealing with an emotion that was asking to be felt and asking to be dealt with. And so instead of dealing with that emotion, I tried to suppress it, which in trying to suppress it, I created these bad habits to try and keep it at bay. So know that there is nothing wrong with throwing yourself a mini pity party every now and then. Honestly, take this as your permission to do so because trying to keep yourself from feeling the sadness is only going to exhaust you more and affect multiple other areas of your life. So just let it out. Let yourself be sad. I feel like that's one of the biggest things that we try and hide, especially in the world that we live in where we're so publicly living out our lives. We don't want to publicly live out our sadness. We don't want to publicly live out the crummier times of our life. So just shut down and, and don't feel the need to live it out loud. Just live it within yourself. You know, Take a break off of social media or do what you got to do to just separate yourself and let yourself have that time and have that space to feel those feelings and let the wave of that energy just roll right through you. And this includes talking it out too, whether it be with friends or family. For me, I know that I also struggle with this because I have a really big like fear of laying my problems on people. So I tend to kind of, you know, what did, oh 
God, there was this line from Twilight that to this day I remember because high school me used to be so broody and emo and was like, I am Bella. <laughs> but Bella in Twilight says something along the lines of like, she's more of a suffer in silence type of gal. And I feel like that's something I resonate with solely because I find it really hard to open and honestly lean on other people because I'm afraid that they think that they have to fix my problems. But especially with this breakup more recently, I've been talking a lot to getting it out and, and untangling those webs with people and Even just having their support is so important and talking it out loud and getting it out of your head is so important. And if you can't do that with people or you don't feel comfortable doing that with people, I highly suggest even just journaling it out, writing it out on a piece of paper, get all of those thoughts out of your head. Imagine all the pent up emotion drawing back like a tidal wave and then just take a deep freaking breath before letting that wave fall and crash and just ride that wave knowing that you'll come out fine on the other side. You just have to get this, you know, pent-up energy out of you. With envisioning the wave, I feel like it made it easier for me to just like build it all up in one go, make sure that every drop of water was collected in there. And then when you let it crash, you literally let it take you. You just ride the wave, you feel it all out, you talk it out, you be sappy, you get your, you know, emotions out there and don't feel bad about it. You don't feel crummy about being vulnerable. You just let it happen. The other reason that this is so important is it gets that pity party out of your system too. So then you can get to the moving on and the starting over faster and more efficiently without any pesky backdoor intruders trickling their way in to sabotage, you know, your life until you decide to pay attention to them. It's so weird because I'm obviously outwardly living my life with you guys online, but even in this podcast, this is something that is obviously going on in my life right now. I still feel that weird need to put a veil around what's actually going on in my life and talk about it from a personal standpoint. And so because of that, I'm going to face that fear head on right now and be really kind of open and honest with you guys in terms of even just my week last week where this exact thing happened to me. I felt like I was doing so well post breakup. I was like doing me, you know, going out, doing things. But for some reason, there was this like level of irritability that I had kind of lingering around with me and everything I was doing. It was almost like I was trying to force myself to enjoy it or force myself to be like, okay, we've got this. We're doing this like we're we're going out. We are grabbing drinks. We are shopping like don't think about it, don't think about it, don't think about it. And from doing that, I had suppressed and built up this level of just like not dealing with the fact that, you know, what I was going through was kind of emotional and what I was going through was pretty sad. And it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be emotional, but I wasn't letting myself feel that way. And so it, when I say it hit me like a tidal wave, I mean, it like rose up, crashed down and just took me by surprise where Thursday, and I talked about this in one of my recent videos, but I woke up and I was just like, holy crap. Like it was so pent up and I felt this just, I could feel the negative energy so heavily that I knew that I had to do something about it or else I was going to, it was going to fester. And so I decided to shut down my phone. I sent out a little, you know, memo to everyone that like, hey, I'm alive, I'm okay, but I'm going to take a 24-hour detox from technology and you're not going to hear from me. I'm not going to be answering emails. I'm not going to be doing anything. I still got a bit of work done that day, but I just completely, you know, logged off, shut down all technology, all phones, and just let myself have the day to just breathe and feel sad and get it all out of my system. And it was such a detoxifying day and it was something that even though 
during the time that it was happening, I felt so sad and I was kind of just like moping around and feeling sorry for myself. It was so needed because the refreshing feeling I had waking up the next morning was exactly what I was looking for. And during that day, I just, I did things as I wanted to in the moment. I started up a new book, read a few chapters. I completely decluttered some sections of my apartment that had been overlooked for months and months and reorganized things and just kind of hung out with myself and really gauged where I was at and let myself just feel it out and ordered my favorite Thai food, watched like How to Be Single. (laughs) I was the epitome of a girl post-breakup that day. You know, everything you could possibly think of, like the comfiest clothes, the takeout food, the tub of ice cream, the rom-com, that was me. But it felt so good. It was so necessary. And when I woke up the next day, I finally felt like I was on the other side of that mountain or on the other side of that hill of just catches in your throat and it burns a hole through your stomach, that feeling of like losing somebody. It's something that even when you know that that relationship had to end, it still sucks and it's still, it's a hard pill to swallow. And so let yourself feel it out. Let yourself ride the wave so that then you can wake up on the other side and get to moving on with your life. And so how exactly do we do that? Well, we will get to that right after this little mid-roll break. Today's Coffee Talk episode is brought to you guys by Audible. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazines, newspaper publishers, business information providers, literally everything. I'm currently listening to The Light of Life, A Yoga Journey. It's been one of my favorite books. It is so enlightening. There's so much good information in there. So I definitely highly recommend that one if you guys are looking for an audiobook to check out. But some other favorites of mine have been The Power of Now, Big Magic, The Longest Ride by Nicholas Sparks is an incredible summer read. Audible is currently offering you guys a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. You just have to go to audible.com slash talk. A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot C-O-M slash T-A-L-K and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's truly that easy. So just go to audible.com slash T-A-L-K or text talk to 500-500 to get started. No matter what your tastes are, Audible has got a wide selection for you guys to choose from, so I highly recommend checking it out right after we finish off this podcast. Here's the thing. In life, you may not notice yourself doing it, but if you keep clinging to the way that you wish things were, you're going to completely take away from what actually is. And I'm not saying this as in I've perfected this. This is something that I'm currently trying to focus on in my life too. And I'm not saying that you should just shrug your shoulders and brush off heartbreak like it's nothing. But I am saying that to deal with it, you have to face it head on for what it is so that instead of letting it haunt you, you use it as an opportunity to test your willpower, your inner strength, your ability to have your own back, and to mend your own heart. So how exactly do we do that? Well, I am so glad you asked. All rejection is just redirection. This is a quote that I read once that has stuck with me. Like, I swear it's been two years now that I've tried to just like ingrain this into my brain. All endings lead to new beginnings. What is it that you've always wanted to do, but you've never had the time to focus on it? What is the mindset that you've always admired, but never taken the time to grow into? What is a hobby or a lifestyle or something you daydream of but have never given yourself the chance to try? 
Now is literally the perfect time to do it, to jump into something so deeply, to pour your heart and every inch of the emotion and the the pent up energy you feel into planting new seeds in your life and into growing a new garden. It's crazy because breakups or anything that creates any sort of ripple or shift or change in our life, it also creates a ripple or shift and change in energy. And if you can anchor that energy and drive it towards something, you can create some serious magic with your life. And it might be a hard thing to do or to even try to anchor that energy into something, but every time that I notice that myself slipping into feeling sad or sorry for myself again, the fastest way I can flip that energy into anchoring it into doing something or changing or you know challenging myself in life or harnessing that willpower is by trusting the universe. The minute that I tell myself I have to trust, I no longer feel sorry for myself. I'm no longer wondering what if. And instead, I'm able to think, okay, this obviously had to happen for a reason. So let's go out and find that reason. Let's make that reason. Let's create a space for that reason to come through to us. Take all the energy and the mental capacity it takes to wish and dream of how you wanted things to turn out and instead anchor it all into focusing on making your own happy ending. Rewriting your story exactly the way you want it because girl, there is nobody holding you back anymore. And I'm not saying that in the sense of dating somebody is holding you back, but In all reality, when we do date somebody, we give a lot of our time and our energy and even just taking their opinions into effect and into account. Like, for instance, when I'm in a relationship, I don't want to travel as much because I obviously want to be at home and I want to be around the person I love. But when I'm single, there's nothing tying me down. So I'm able to book up some trips if I want. I'm able to jump on last minute opportunity plans and I'm able to just like go and do things without having to answer to somebody. And I I like that balance of having both worlds. I'm not saying that I want to do that the rest of my life, like be able to just jump planes and not have to tell anyone where I'm going. Eventually, I'd love to be able to jump a plane with somebody or, you know, have somebody at home waiting for me to come back. But at the same time, I want to appreciate this moment in my life while I do have it, where I don't have to answer to anyone. Because eventually one day, hopefully, I mean, I will have to tell somebody where I'm going or bring someone along with me. But for now, I can write my story exactly the way I want it. I can fill in the gaps with as many chapters as I want, and I can walk down as many avenues, pathways, hobbies, interests, or curiosities as I feel pique my interest. This is a little side project, and I highly, highly recommend it. Punch out some time and write out exactly what your new happy ending is going to be, because obviously you probably had a different happy ending in mind before this all went down. So Take this blank slate and write it out exactly the way you want things to go now. Plant those seeds, and once you climb out of this wave of separation shock, you can start cultivating some serious new and adventurous action towards a new version of what your life could look like or the new layer that makes you who you are. Because realistically, too, we're also adding more flavor to our lives by going through these things. You know, every peak and every valley just adds more skill to who we are as individuals and it adds more life knowledge. So take this time, write out your new happy ending and embrace and learn everything there is to be taught by the universe and by life and everything it's trying to send you right now. 
Travel to that place all on your lonesome. Start reading that new book. Begin a fitness routine. Start drinking kale smoothies, you know. Take up yoga or reading in the afternoons or set a new savings goal or set your eyes on a new dream vehicle and then map out all the plans that you need to do to make it happen. Take this time to work on yourself, to sharpen your skills, to wear face masks and learn how to make sushi on a Tuesday night only to be clinking glasses and clicking heels on pavements with your pals on Friday. Like there is nothing holding you back. The only thing that could potentially hold you back is your mindset that there is something lacking or missing from your life. It sucks losing a part of you. It sucks losing somebody who you shared such sweet, warm, nourishing moments with. I get that. I get that from such a personal standpoint and such personal experience because I'm feeling that too right now. Your brain's going to automatically want to go back to the good times, the good moments, but there is ultimately a reason why these relationships end or these moments or eras of our lives end. And if you catch yourself falling back into those good moments or those bliss moments. Remind yourself too of the counterpart to those moments, the the things that created the breakup, the reasons why things ended. And let's say, for instance, it's not you, the one that ended things, then think of it this way. Do you want to spend your life chasing somebody that does not want to chase you? Because ultimately, the answer to that should always be no. The love that you deserve is going to want to love you back just as hard as you loved them. The world is literally your jungle. So don't get lost in one lion when you've got a whole safari of your dreams out there waiting for you. Let the lions come to you, you know? Harness your power. Take ownership of this jungle and embrace it and see the adventure that's waiting outside your door. I'm not too sure what these animalistic references are, but they're really doing something for me. So allow me to continue. The thing is, I wish there was a special formula for taking all the pain and the hurt away, but unfortunately there isn't. That said, there is a way to channel that energy you feel and harness its power into making something good out of a heartbreaking situation. I mean, what better time to revamp and make over your life than right now? I know that it's so stereotypical, you know, Girl goes through breakup, girl gets haircut, girl tries new style, girl changes up apartment, girl moves to new city, whatever, insert things here. But there's a reason why. It's because why not just completely live your life with abandon? When abandon hits you, hit back. Like living your life with abandon and taking this lesson or taking this wave to almost detach from more things of your life. If you're shedding the layer of a past relationship, why not shed some other layers with it and just get a whole new sense of new to your life? Shed some other bad habits going on. Shed, you know, the amount of things that you own. Try and minimize your life a little bit or get rid of some lingering things in your closet. Clean out your fridge, clean out your brain, meditate, do yoga, clean out your body, do a cleanse. I'm literally doing a three-day juice cleanse right now and I'm on day two. And surprisingly enough, I thought I was going to be ridiculously exhausted, but I haven't had so much energy in my life. It is crazy. And honestly, probably wouldn't be doing this juice cleanse if I wasn't going through a breakup right now, but it's part of the stepping stone that I've decided to take and resetting my life and hitting the reset button and starting new. It's hard to see it now because you're right in the middle of it. And there's this other quote. I feel like I'm always constantly throwing quotes at you guys, but (laughs) there's this other quote that I read once. It was in my draw my life where it was like, life can only be lived forwards, but understood backwards. So I get that you feel like you're lost in a hurricane of confusion right now. It's hard to understand why relationships that make us feel so good or people that we even still love or in general if the relationship never even truly fell out of love it's hard to fully understand or grasp why these things happen and why things have to change and why we have to let go of some things but 
The thing is, is that a lot of the times we have to let go of things that aren't right for us to make space for things that are more suited to who we are or better for us in the long haul. And it's hard because with going through breakups and ending eras and having these types of changes going on in our life, we're in the midst of the letting go. So it's hard to put your eye or your focus towards the what's still coming or what has yet to come because it's not here yet. So our focus doesn't have anywhere to pinpoint itself aside from the lack and the loss of something. But instead, try and just keep the faith and keep the trust that with letting this go, there's something else that's coming to you. And I'm not even saying that it's going to be a new relationship because I also think that that's something that is really easy to want to do too after a breakup to just try and find someone else to fill that void. But I don't think that that's the healthiest thing to do in relationships or post-relationship. I think that the best thing to do is fill that void with yourself. Fill it with the things that you love. Fill it with new interests and just completely fall in to a space in your life where it's all about just doing you and feeling out how your life looks like on your own so that when the next person does come along, you guys can shine together rather than needing him to light you up. Damn, that was deep. I don't know where that one came from. In the end, it will leave you a better person, and I promise you, scouts honor, that one day you will look back on this pivotal moment and see how it led you to exactly where you are meant to be. Just trust in that. Trust the universe and its timing. Trust yourself, to which I have a whole podcast episode on if you need it. Trust that you've got this and that what doesn't kill you is only going to make you stronger, and you will become a warrior through this, not a victim. Know that your worth and your value resides in who you are, not who someone else made you. And you don't need anybody to come and fill you up or, you know, be your son. You are the freaking son, said Christina Yang in Grey's Anatomy once. And again, it stuck with me because it's so true. Like, don't ever let anyone else become your son. I think it's important to find your moon, you know, the person that you reflect off of and the person that you have a gravitational pull to. I don't think that you should ever let anyone become your son. You've got to be your son. You've got to give yourself your own source of light and life so that you light up and open portals for love to come to you rather than going out and searching. I swear to you, if in a year's time you are not better off, I owe you a drink and a round or two of pep talks and you can hold me to it. You've got this. I promise you, you are not alone. We are all in this together. Funny enough, I'm over here reading sappy quotes and watching rom-coms too. I'm with you, girl. We all just out here navigating our broken hearts and surfing our waves of emotion and energy that life throws at us. But as Dory would say, just keep swimming. Now that I am quoting Disney movies, I believe it's time to sign out. So that is it for today's Coffee Talk podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you are listening to this, going through some heartbreak, know that I am sending you so much love and light and life. And just like feel it, just feel that warmth, you know, just filling you up, giving you that pep step of energy. Or if you're about to go through, you know, the wave of pulling yourself away from civilization and letting yourself feel sad, then know that I'm sending you tons of healing energy too, which is, when did I become this hippie? I don't even know, but I'm sending those vibes to you currently right now. Make sure you guys check back next Monday. I'm doing a podcast episode all about breathing into the moment, which I feel like even though it's not specifically meant for breakups, it's a really, really good one too if you are going through a breakup in your life because it pulls you and anchors you into the now, which is super important when it comes to going through a breakup or any sort of change in your life because when you're thinking about your breakup, you're settling in the past or when you're fearing of being alone, you're worrying about the future. So definitely check back next Monday too because it also might be helpful. And with that, I am raising my mug to you and exiting the building. Adios. Mm-hmm.